but I'm a guy, so it's gross. Like, if you're a girl, it kind of, like, you can kind of get lucky, and it can go to your tits and your ass, and it's hot. And if you're a guy, it can go to your tits and your ass, and not the best. All right, we're not feeling that one. Okay. <laughs> um, Yeah, but, you know, they say the worst thing you can say to a fat person is, uh, you're not fat, you know? Like, because it's, like, patronizing. I disagree. I think the worst thing you could say to a fat person is, uh, oink, oink, piggy. <laughs> How many months pregnant are you? Okay. <laughs> and the second worst thing is, uh, you're fat. That would suck, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't want to do the... Eh, it's the World Cup. Eh. You guys watching the World, World Cup? Yeah. yeah. I don't know who to root for, because, like, I'm Indian, and, like, India doesn't have a team. But they did, like, build the stadium, though, which, like, Indians, Pakistanis, Bangladeshis, they all built the stadium, which is, like, that's kind of like our World Cup, right? But, um, you know, like, every time, like, a Pakistani falls 20 stories to his death, we're like, goal! <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's do one more dark one. Okay, gas prices are up, right? Right, your gas prices are up. Suddenly, it's financially responsible to get a DUI. Yeah. Now you won't be paying $8 for a gallon of gas, and neither will that family of four. <laughs> All right, thank you guys, my name's Raul, yeah. Hey, Raul, yay! There's this one stadium that they call 947, and that's where, if you want to root for someone, root for the Swiss, they made it to the, they made it to the 16, and that's my team, I love the Swiss. But they're, one of the stadiums they play in is called 947, and I think that's how many Bangladeshis are buried underneath it. Uh, you're the, no, they say that it's a they. Anyway, your last comedian of the night. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Mark Neuer. Oh, it's the same height. Okay. I think it's all going to be okay, ladies and gentlemen. We figured it out. Thank God. God bless. I've been saying God bless a lot more recently because I'm tired of God damning everything. Tired of it. Tired of it. I got a year off of cocaine, and that don't, please don't clap. That's gay. To clap, okay? And I suck cock and take raw loads in my ass. Please don't clap for that. But when I hear, like, I, I, like, I try to tell people, like, I tell, you know, you're at work, and you, you know, I'm, like, 27. I work with a bunch of 20-year-olds, and I tell them the good old days, you know, when you're snorting blow and jerking off for 19 hours straight and getting all creepy with socks, you know? Tell those stories to these people and think you're something. And then you hear about how heroin addicts overdose and then piss themselves on 6th Street. It's, like, a way better story than jerking off for 19 hours on coke. The White Ranger, ladies and gentlemen, the Green Ranger, are you familiar? He's dead. He killed himself. Are you guys a, a unit? No. Are you guys a unit? You guys are a thing? You know what I mean? You guys are fucking... Are you guys together? You two? You guys... That's amazing, dude. Yes. <laughs> He killed himself. The Green Ranger killed himself over his, an argument with his chick. He killed himself. 
This dude is like a, a tr like a, a, th a three, a fourth degree, an eighteenth degree black belt. He could have karate chopped her into dust, and he didn't. That's my hero. But there goes my hero. You know what I mean? Watch him as he goes. He could have he could have kicked her into a different universe, and instead he killed himself. It's a good man, dude. A good man right there. I could never be that guy. I couldn't, dude. <laughs> I would have to kill her than myself. And that's why I'll never be a Power Ranger. I'm just not cut out for the job. You remember when, uh, when uh, like you get a like a dollar off of a pack of cigarettes and like it actually meant something? Cigarettes are entirely too expensive, Pam Benjamin. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Oh. oh, I missed the light. I know. You know how some people are like, oh no, I ran the light the, the light because I didn't see it. It's like you can't do that here. <laughs> We all saw the light, you know what I mean? God, I can't wait to see the light. <laughs> I really can't wait to die. I can't, I can't wait, dude. Every time I'm about to like, you know what I mean? I get the chain, because a rope is not gonna hold this. I tie the, the chain up. I'm about to just into the light. You get a ding on the phone, ding. This just in, new information about aliens, like keeping me in the matrix forever. Keeping me in the simulation and forever. I'm about to, deep throat, a shotgun, right? And I'm about to blow my fucking brains out, right? And I'm right there just like, just really fucking the shit out of this shotgun barrel with my mouth full. My girlfriend, I'll pee in your mouth. Stop making this interesting. Thank you guys so much. God bless. Hey, Mark Neuer, everyone. Well, we did it, friends. Thank you all so much for being here tonight. I really appreciate all of you. And um, tonight at 10 o'clock, Piano Fight, there's that thing that we're all, seems like everybody's in, and I hope that I do okay. Oh, my God. Um, and now I have to go potty so badly, so nobody go in the bathroom. Because I have to go. Oh, go quick, go quick, because I got to go. I got to go potty. So I've been back here dancing for like the past three comedians. Uh, so have a good night, everybody. Hope to see you later at Piano Fight. Yay.
Yeah, if you want to, um, I'm gonna. I just want to time this out one more time because I've I've never timed this one out, and I'm so I'm worried about timing out this particular because I can't. If I well, oh, oh I I got it. Um, but if I don't, if you go over a certain amount, and so then I'm like, oh God, what do I have to cut? And sometimes when you go too fast, things suck. Yeah. So, um, so here, um, Benjamin, yay. <laughs> knock knock. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door, thanks. <laughs> I think it's the precept of feminism. A lot of women in the 70s burned bras and read books so I can talk about my butthole on stage. Which incidentally looks like someone threw a hand grenade into a deli. <laughs> the tiniest Arby's got the meats. How do you shave a hemorrhoid? Is that more of a plucking issue? Riddle me that, Gillette. The Gillette razors were introduced to the American public in 1904. In 1904, ladies, we couldn't flash a hairy ankle without being a disgusting slut. And now if you don't shave from your big toe to your twat like a four-year-old girl, you're a disgusting slut. I don't want to sleep with you. Gross. Gillette. The best a man can get. I'll never be good enough. I have so many pubes, it's like I have a kitten in a headlock. Cute, you can pet it. 
I was born in 1974. I have the bush to match. It is dank. It is swampy. And no one can find Charlie. <laughs> That's what I name my clitoris. Charlie. Gillette, the best a man can get. I'll never be good enough. Have you heard about the new Gillette razor? 13 blades, 13 blades for the closest shave, and the seventh blade is easily removable, so you can slit your throat in the shower because you'll never be good enough. J'ai le mieux on puisse savoir. Je ne serai jamais assez bon. Oui, le pas français. Classically trained in ballet for 23 years, piano for 13, two master's degrees. This is what a dream deferred looks like. I've been Pam Benjamin, 201, hell yeah. 201, so I just have to keep it, keep it tight. Thank you guys, yay.
It was a zombie jamboree Took place in a New York cemetery It was a zombie jamboree Took place in a New York cemetery Zombies from all parts of the island Some of them was a great Calypsonians Although the season was carnival Get together in Bacchanal And they're singing back to back Belly to belly, I don't give a damn I done dead already, oh, oh, back to back Belly to belly at the zombie jamboree I hear you talking back to back Belly to belly, don't give a damn Done dead already, oh, oh, back to back Belly to belly at the zombie jamboree One female zombie wouldn't behave See how she jumping out of the grave In one hand, a quarter rum The other hand, she knocking conga drum The lead singer starts to make his rhyme The zombies are rattling their bones in time One bystander had this to say It was a pleasure to see the zombie break our way And they're singing Back to back, belly to belly Don't give a damn, I'm dead already oh, oh, Back to back, belly to belly At the zombie jamboree Going talk to Bridget Bardo. Tell her Miss Bardo, take it slow. All the men think they're Casanova when they see that she's barefoot all over. Even old men out in Topeka find their hearts getting weaker and weaker. So I go ask her for your sake and mine. At least wear her earrings part of the time. And I'm singing back to back, belly to belly. Don't give a damn. Damn dead already. Oh, oh, back to back. A lot of world leaders talking about war And I'm afraid they're going too far So it's up to us, you and me To put an end to catastrophe We must appeal to their goodness of heart And ask them to pitch in and please do their part Cause if this atomic war begin They won't even have a part to pitch in And we'll be singing Back to back, belly to belly Don't give a damn, damn dead already oh, Back to back, belly to belly At the zombie jamboree I hear you talking Back to back, belly to belly Don't give a damn, damn dead already oh, Back to back, belly to belly At the zombie, zombie jamboree
touch of my burning hand and the astros on me to rape the land. Prime directive, exterminate the whole human race and your face drops to a pile of flesh. Your heart beats in pumps of death. Prime directive, exterminate whatever's left. And all I want to see and all I gotta do could I do this for me or you? And all I want to see and all I gotta do
Hello, hello. Howdy. I am Claudia. And I am the loaf. And you're back once again here. Back once again, and this is our Halloween episode. Ooh, creepy, creepy. Ooh, this yeah. is our Halloween episode, and um, yeah, we had to reschedule. He was actually going to bring a friend of ours in uh, Malibu. Hopefully, be in next week. Uh, we're going to have a special guest, a local uh, uh, rap rapper, hip hop artist who's been around forever. But uh, I was like, oh shit, October flew by so fast. We forgot. Yeah, this is our last before Halloween. So we put together, yeah, we, we were meaning to do a Halloween show. So we put together a, a Halloween show. That was our zombie set. It was our zombie set. Hella zombie set. Hella zombies. We started that out with uh, Harry Belafonte doing Zombie Jamboree. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Harry got the the memo about like no zombies are supposed to be spooky, not yeah, not so happy like, mamba, but like I don't know. Happy, it's, it's happy zombie. Yeah, we're, we're in the cemetery <laughs> now. I'm like, whoa, like, okay. <laughs> usually, usually a different approach. And then we did the Rocky Erickson, the the the, the, the late great Rocky Erickson with I walked with a zombie. From there, we went to Steve Gunn doing a cover of a, of a Misfits. Misfits, yeah, yeah Misfits Astro, Astro Zombies. Zombie. And yeah, it's funny. There's something even a little more like dooming about the like soulful kind of you know folk blues way he does that song. Yeah, you'd think it'd make it soft, but it, 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 it did <laughs> not. It does. I mean, I love the original, and uh, but yeah, um, in keeping with the punk rock aesthetic of uh, a cover of a misfit song, we went into the Dickies with Infidel Zombie. Yeah, from there to, 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 to depart from the punk rock vibe <laughs> yeah. once again. We went to Tom Petty with Zombie Zoo. Uh, and it's funny, I, I didn't, uh, we were actually researching uh, music and stuff for the show, and I, I don't know how that one ever, I don't remember that one. It's no, funny. that one, like, flew completely And I had that, all, like, I don't know how that one, like, I, I don't remember that one. Then what we did, uh, we did a Black Uhuru. With, yes, uh, what Anthem. Living Dead. Living Dead. Yeah. To, you know. And then, uh, we Mix it up even more, I guess. Yeah. And then we finished that set off with Miley Cyrus doing a cover of the Cranberry song, Zombie. Which, again, like pleasantly surprised. Uh, she, she, it went a little harder yeah, than yeah, I thought it would. Yeah, yeah. I, I still prefer the original. I think we could file that, how we did that one set. The um, covers that are definitely not better than the original, but like still have their own merit. Yeah, for sure. It's got her... It, she puts, you know... Doing it for note for note, but definitely puts her own twist on it. And... Uh, I love them both. They're both great songs. For sure. Uh, we're playing a little. Uh, who's this? Uh, the, the. F- oh, the Crimson Ghost. The Crimson Ghost in the background. With a little uh, instrumental surfy versions of Misfit songs playing in the background there. Yep, yep, yep. And coming up next is Pet Cemetery by the Ramones. Enjoy. Yes.
streets of Soho in the rain. He was looking for the place called Lee Ho Fuchs. Gonna get a big dish of beef chow mein. You better not let him in Little old lady got mutilated day last night Werewolves of London again Gent who ran a muck in Kent. Lately he's been overheard in Mayfair. You better stay away from him. You'll rip your lungs out, Jim. I'd like to meet his tailor. <laughs> We're back. I, fu- I, I fucked up. I, fu- I, I, I fucked well, up. Claudia <laughs> won't take the fact that I won't accept a compliment, and I also won't not take the blame. I fucked up. I was the one that said it. I was the that was the Alec Baldwin in this situation. I will <laughs> I will take responsibility. I was the one that pulled the trigger here. It was not, in fact, the Ramones Pet Cemetery. It was supposed started. to be, but I the specials Ghost Town. We can sit here and have this argument in front of everybody. If you want. Like, no, it's my fault. It's my fault. That's how arguments are in our house. Yeah, right. You can't take a compliment. It's my fault. No, it's not. Um, and then we did the specials, Ghost Town. Right. And then that uh, good old-fashioned love song by Slayer, uh, Raining Blood, which uh, I don't know if anybody has caught the news. Uh, Phil Anselmo from Slayer, or from Pantera, is... Uh, Re- they're reforming Slayer with him singing. 
And I just, uh, I'm not a fan of Phil. You know, you start doing the Zig Heil on stage and screaming white power, I, you know, kind of lose interest in whatever you're doing. But I just, I don't even know if you can hit those high notes. Uh, it's just, I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't know, I might, I might listen to a track or two when it comes out, just to, like kind of how you would like when you go to see a bad movie. <laughs> right. Like, knowing you're going to hate it, but like, no, my friends are going, I want to hate this movie in the cinema. I want to see this. The first thing I, I wouldn't pay money for it. I might look it up on YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't say pay money. <laughs> yeah, it's not like actually going to the theater. But, yeah. Right. And, of course, you're going to feel, you know, it just felt right to follow up Slayer with Warren Zevon. Yeah, which is fun to say also, Warren Zevon. Warren Zevon hangs out with Bobby Blue Bland. And the Werewolves of London. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, good stuff, good stuff. Having some fun here, yeah. Um, well, shit. Uh, yeah, we're going to keep this going. Uh, we're coming up now with a group who are friends of... friends of. Well, the, the children, the of, children, a friend, the children of, of an old friend of mine. Uh, a really awesome little punk rock band out of uh, Carrollton, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia area. Uh, Billy Bats and the Made Men. They did this one a year or so back. It's the... Um, Silver Shamrock yes. little jingle from Halloween 3. It the is. last of the watchable Halloween movies, in yes. my my opinion. Um, but yeah, we're going to start the next set off with that. I'm pretty sure, actually, this time, that's what we're starting yes, off with. Yes, correct. I'm looking, I'm looking <laughs> at it on the... Uh, yes, yeah. Banking on this one. Whoa! It's almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horizon and remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it. And don't forget to wear your mask. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. Happy, happy Halloween, 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 Mind the whole model fabric of society. Oh. <laughs> oh, Mr. Holmes. Tell me, what do you deduce? Oh, Sherlock Holmes. What did you deduce? Dear Watson, if you're asking me, the answer to your question is elementary. There's a hellhound on the loose. What, Holmes? That's what I deduce. Hellhound? Yeah, 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 there's a hellhound on the loose. That's what I deduce. Oh. Well, by the prince of these paws, there's a hellhound on the loose. Don't much like the sound of that, Holmes. Off the moors, rather double boats, both of your doors. Here's a pounding skulls beneath his paws, cracking bones between his jaws. Well, there's a hellhound on the loose. That's what I deduce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock. 
germs. Oh, my dear Watson, it's elementary. If you'd use your powers of deduction, eh? I'm sure you would agree. Well, suppose so, Holmes. You can tell by the clay upon his boots. You can tell by his hat that he's in cahoots. cahoots. You can see by the way that he combs his hair yeah. that he'd kill all and sundry to be the sole heir. He's the owner of the hellhound of the Baskervilles. Oh, yeah. Absolutely sure, Holmes. But when I hear that howl, I get the curled, curled chills. Do much my gallbladder, I must say. When I hear that howl, I get the curled, curled chills. Good job, I've It's that screaming hellhound of the Baskervilles. Elementary, my dear Watson. Astonishing, Holmes. Absolutely. You better ask my mama how to make a monster.
That's it. That's it. Was a lot of fun. That was a fun. great set. Yeah, that was Billy Bats and the Made Man with uh, the uh, from the Halloween Three. It's the uh, oh, Silver Shamrock. The Silver Shamrock Jingle. Silver Shamrock. We went in from that to the Headcoats with uh, My Dear Watson. Hey, My Dear Watson. That was a great song. There's a hellhound on the loose. <laughs> that was perfect. But yeah, the loaf today was like, oh, I know the perfect song. And then he paired it with the next one. That was the cramps, a creature from the Black Leather Lagoon. And that was just a great transition for me. I uh, yeah, it, 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 they went together really good. It, like I, I like that. That's a, that's a that's definitely a mix for the desert or some of the next road trip we take. That'd yeah, be, for sure. Uh, those, those those sound real fine together. Yeah. And creature from the Black Leather Lagoon, of course, inspired by the movie uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. One of my favorites. It's a great movie. We watched that uh, not too long ago. Uh, revisited it, and. Uh, Man, fucking people, human beings. <laughs> Humans are garbage. They, they go into, um, I think it's supposed to be in South America somewhere, right? Like in the Amazon yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, filmed in Florida, if I remember. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It's a, and it's a bunch, of, a bunch of honkies going out, and like, there's this creature. Like, let's hunt it. And like, one of their people dies. We have to hunt it more. Like, you could just go. You came <laughs> right? to, You came to his neighborhood. And the first half of the movie, tell him about this. He wasn't even a monster. No, we were we were watching it the last time, and uh, the loaf. Pete was like, because the monster every time he appears, you first see his little like swampy paw, ah. you know, up on the bank or up on the boat. Like, like, that's, pretty much like the first yeah. like half of the movie. That's yeah. all you see is the yeah. swampy paw, and you were like. He never wanted to hurt anybody. He just wanted to be a hand model. He was an aspiring <laughs> hand model. And a bunch of these little colonist fucking backwards, you know, quote unquote scientists want to come down and yeah, they had every chance to just like leave turn the alone. boat around and leave. And uh, yeah, they yeah. just kept fucking with it. And uh, you did a, in one of your notebooks, you did a, a I love it. It was a little illustration of, uh, <laughs> of the, uh, <laughs> like a little QVC ad yeah, with, like, with like, like jewelry or something. Yeah, right? it had like the little swampy paw on a pillow, like with <laughs> jewelry. For 1995. Yeah. <laughs> on an old school TV. And his name is Jeff. Let's just stop calling him Creature from the Black Leather. Black he Lagoon, has a Black name. Lagoon. His name is Jeff. Jeff Humphrey, he's he's a nice guy, you know. He's he's he means you know, well. yeah. He got into the hand model business. I don't yeah. think it worked out too far for him in the end, but uh, yeah. And Florida has those like protect your land laws, right? Where you can like shoot somebody. Right, that's they he, he was standing like, his ground if they ever were. Called. Yeah, he was totally standing. Oh, his I'm 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 with Jeff on this. <laughs> yeah, one. totally. I think in a, in the future we should pair this song with uh, "I Want to Be a Male Model." <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, that was yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. a Halloween theme, but in general, yeah, 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 yeah. As, as, uh, yeah. For the desert trip. Well, you know? we've got a carpenter band that Sean loaned us. We can actually make a note of it. Uh, 
because um, you should write things down. Yeah. It's, uh, it's one of the things that uh, David Lynch in the really great interview. What do you have for advice for aspiring artists? Whatever. Ideas. You gotta write them down. If you don't write them down, they escape you. And it was like it was like the craziest so thing. Like, but it was like it was like it was like just like how an epiphany can be like the most common fucking sense. Like, oh, write an idea down. I try to remember shit. Right. Yeah, like we're, we're probably already wrote, forgot about the transition we were talking about on a future show. Like, but yeah, write your ideas down. Get you a little book. You know, little scribbles. Doesn't have to be a you know a complete outline or an essay or anything. But write your ideas down. Where's that feedback coming from? I don't know. Right, I, don't know. I, think my, yeah. I think it's I think it's right from my from my brain. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those nights. Yeah, we went from the cramps to groovy ghoulies with graveyard girlfriend. Uh, from there, we went to the queers with night of the living queers. Yes, yes. Not quite a horror song, but close enough, you know, you know. Plus, we like the queers. And we like the queers. Um, Dead Kennedys, Halloween, followed by the Misfits Halloween, you know. Just get the Halloween shit, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> we we went deep on the zombie set, but, you know, just straight up Halloween. Well, I guess there's some more mention of it in the coming sets, but, uh, yeah, that was the... Uh, yeah, we're keeping it spooky. Keeping, keeping it, it, keeping well, it spooky I don't know. Right Keeping it here at Bellefonte spooky <laughs> yeah. up in here, yeah. Spooky. We do the mambo spooky. We do the mambo spooky. Do the mambo spooky with me. People like to dance at Halloween parties, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, my apologies to Sean, who is the DJ before us. Um, we we're talking about our set, and we we're talking about his set, and he's like, "Oh, you got a zombie set? You got to do Zombie Wolf." And that's a great song, and I love it. And I have stories about that song. It's so great, but. Uh, we're doing a different Zappa song later, but my apologies to Sean if you're listening. We will, um, in some way Zappa. or fashion, be, be a way. We'll find a way to play that next week during Malibu. Stay here with us, but yeah. uh, let's uh, fire up some more music before I keep talking. All right, sounds good. Oh man, Trey, look up at the sky. It's a full moon on the Sabbath. This is scary. Break it down. I was working late on my half Torah when I heard a knock on my bedroom door. I opened it up and to my surprise, surprise there was a werewolf standing there with glowing gold eyes. He says, Tomorrow, my son, you will be a man. But tonight's the time to join the wolfing clan. clan. Tomorrow, you will stand at the beamer and pray. But tonight, let's gaze at the moon and bathe. Werewolf for mitzvah, spooky, scary. Boys becoming men, men becoming wolf. Werewolf for mitzvah, spooky, scary. Boys becoming men, men becoming wolf. It's all right, that was that was great, Trey. Okay, it's over. That's a wrap. Oh. The next day, what happened? The tumor didn't teach. Oh, this man. I got up in front of everyone to get my little speech. Then my teeth turned into fangs and my nails into claws. And I nearly dropped the Torah when my hands turned into paws. I growled and I roared and my rabbi did as well. It was a fucking werewolf zoo at Temple Beth Emanuel. Hey, man, where'd you learn all these Jewish words? My manager, Harvey Lemmings. Werewolf vomits for spooky, scary. Boys becoming men, men becoming wolves. I don't. I, I just don't think this. The idea of the song can sustain itself for that long. It doesn't. It seems a little sweaty now. So this whole premise is sweaty. We had a reception at the Lachman Country Club. They served a real nice brisket and an eight-foot party sub. I danced with my cousins. I got money from my folks. We had a lot of fun making circumcision jokes. Then I remember. 
remembered the premise of my song. I was at a nice reception, but the werewolf part was gone. So we pulled ourselves together, and we're wolfmen again. Just in time for Monster Fight to begin. No. All the country club employees were brain-sucking pack. We had all turned into zombies and were on the attack. No, so we fought them and some Draculas and Frankensteins, too. Cause you gotta love our miss for even if you're not a art. There's no such thing as Frankenstein. Frankensteins. There's no plural of Frankenstein. Men. men becoming wolves. Werewolf Bummies for Koopy Harry. Boys becoming men. Men becoming wolves. I don't want this. I don't like this. This is scary. Turning into werewolves and stuff. You know? I got excited when I saw a poodle on the streets the other day. Outside in the pavement and torture chambers down in the basement. Cobwebs hanging over your head. Music being played by the Grateful Dead. And spinning on the turntables back to back was no other than my main man, Wolfman Jack. The MC of the night, rapping to the tunes. What's the creature from the Black Lagoon? There's a sign on the door that can't be missed. It means enter, but at your own risk. Some people have been reported going in the haunted house, but never again seen coming out. You ask me if it's true, I'll leave it up to you. Here's an invite, I hope I see you tonight. Sneaking and free for being a booty man. The bartender was cute, but kinda hairy. And Dracula was killing those bloody Marys. He got drunk as a skunk, started trouble all night. But everybody knew his bark was bigger than his bite. It was the only place for you to be. The first 
200 reasons and the party were free And all was well until the clock struck 12 Everybody jumped up and started raising hell And turn it to the fucking feet. Frankenstein was there with some crazy looking chick. I think he said her name was Voodoo on a stick. She had a big fat head and a skinny body. I wouldn't be caught with her alone. There's no one at a party. Ego was there with the monster crew. I've seen everybody there except you. Why didn't you come? When were you prepared? Or could it be that you were scared? It's just not fair that you couldn't be there because you really missed a lot. I'm telling you, we really brought the place down at the haunted house of rock.
that I'd like to tell about this guy. You all know me and we scared as hell. He comes to me at night after I call into bed. He's burnt up like a weenie and his name is Fred. He wears the same hat and sweater every single day. And even if it's not outside, he wears it anyway. He's home when I'm awake, but he shows up when I'm asleep. I remember it right And we had just gotten back off tour last night So the gang and I thought that it would be groovy If we summon up the posse and dumb rush the movies I got Angie, Jeff got Tina Ready Rock got some girl I've never seen in my life That was alright because the lady was chill Then we dipped to the theater set to film We saw Elm Street and man it was death And everything seemed alright when we left But when I got home and laid down to sleep began the nightmare, but on my street. It was burning in my room like an oven. My bed soaked with sweat, and man, I was bugging. I checked the clock, it had stopped at 12.30. It had melted, it was so darn hot, and I was thirsty. I went downstairs to grab some juice or a Coke, flipped the TV off, and then I almost choked when I heard this awful voice coming from behind. It said, Man, I ain't even wait to see who it was. Broke outside in my drawers and screamed so long, cuz. Got halfway up the block, I calmed down and stopped screaming, then thought, Oh, I get it, I must be dreaming. I strolled back home with a grin on my grill. I figured since this is a dream, I might as well get ill. I walked in the house, the big bad fresh prince. But Freddy killed all that noise real quick. He grabbed me by my neck and said, Here's my bill. We got a lot of work here, me and you. The souls of your friends, you and I will claim. I said, yo, Fred, I think you got me all wrong. I ain't partners with nobody with nails that long. Look, I'll be honest, man, this team won't work. The girls won't be on you, Fred, your face is all burned. I pat him on the shoulder, said, thanks for stopping by. Then I opened up the door and said, take care, guy. He got mad, drew back his arm and slashed my shirt. I laughed at first and thought, hold up, that hurt. It wasn't a dream, man, this guy was for real. I said, Freddy, uh, how it's been an awful mistake here. Words, and then I darted upstairs, crashed through my door, then jumped on my bed. Pulled the covers up over my head, said, Oh, please do something with Fred. He jumped on my bed, went through the covers with his claws, tried to get me. But my alarm went off, and then silence. It was a whole new day, I thought. <laughs> I wasn't scared of him anyway, until I noticed those rips in my sheets, and that was proof that there had been a nightmare on my street.
Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? I told you size was the shit. That's why I murdered your nieces. Was my fault they find their head cut in 88 pieces. Don't let them run. Hurry up and catch them. You grabbing on my grabbing on. Let's pull till we stretch them. Play pussy, get fucked. Means you're better off dead. I wanted seafood, so I fished in a child's head. Motherfuckers beware, cause I'm sick. Dead heads and frog legs. Mmm, cake mix. Friday the 13th, the night of the living dead. Vampire arms walking around giving niggas head. If you didn't die, I would say you got lucky. All bodies found dead. Fuck it, blame it on Chucky. But it's this child play, motherfucker. on a killing spree give me some bob and i'll start by killing me when i murder i tried to slack off 900 missiles blow little girls back off my name is chucky some say i'm insane you give me some gin and i might eat a dog's brain give me a motherfucking 15 pack and i'll be damned if i don't bring 15 dead niggas back a murder contest you know i'll win it cause in every mailbox there'll be a head with a knife in it i'm getting hungry i need to be fed I feel like eating a bag of barbecue broke legs Busting necks with a motherfucking brick Half my body is chunky, the other half is Bushwick A short nigga always pumping some lead I haven't figured out a way to get my fist out your forehead What up, get up, sit up, you get lit up A knife in his neck made a polar bear spit up A nine or Uzi is my only utensils Inside his chest they found 10,000 pencils you have the nerve to try to go against Chuck. The 50 guns aimed at you. How the fuck you gonna duck? Yo, when I'm mad, I'm ready to slay. The graveyards are packed, but it ain't nothing but child's play.
before this court passes judgment, will the four defendants please rise and approach the bench? Trust me, guys, it's all under control. The judge is my uncle. He'll take the insanity plea. Oh, yeah. Don't forget my retainer balance. Okay. I understand you guys are pleading insanity, claiming demonic spirits possess you to do these hideous murders. Can you please explain to this court how these so-called spirits made you into these raving madmen? Be a witness as I exercise my exorcism. The evil that lurks within, the sin, the terrorism. Possessed by evil spirits, voices from the dead. I come forth with grave diggers in a head full of dread. I've been examined ever since I was semen. They took the sonogram and seen the image of a demon. At birth, nurses surrounded me with needles and drugged me all up with the diseases of evil. Grew up in hell, now I dwell in an Islamic temple. I'm fighting a holy war in the mental. Look deep in my eyes, you see visions of death. Possessed by homicide is what I am obsessed. Giving niggas brain dimples. Dragging their asses on my hook by their temples. The cause of death is unknown to the cops. Cause when I kill them, I'm not leaving one element to all tops. First I'll assassinate him, and then I cremate him. Then take all of his fucking ashes and evaporate him. Or creep through the graveyard and hunt down your tombstone. Dig up your skeleton and stomp all your fucking bones. You try to haunt me, nigga, I ain't trying to hear it. Buck, 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 I give your ass a holy spirit. When these problems first began. The year 84, November, day 10. Overwhelmed by the wicked inspirations of an evil gen. I realized my ideas has spawned for 400 years of blood, sweat, and tears. I saw the torture, brutal murder of my father. So my brain became stained with the horror. I'm having real current nightmares of being soaking wet, slapped down to the electric chair. I got tackled with handcuffs and shackles and restraint in the bottom of a holy tabernacle. They gave me nothing to eat for two weeks and saw my eyelids open so I couldn't sleep. About to die from thirst, that's when the minister quenched my jaws with a cold glass of vinegar. Upon my wounds, they seasoned me with salt and melt my hands and feet to the form of a cross. Ah, I cried as the blood dripped inside of my eye, refusing to die. Visions of hell tormented my fate, so I chewed my fucking arm off and made an escape. Explanation. Into the realms of understanding and take good heed and you could bleed while I'm scanning. Three stages of pure hell, 60 cases of red cells. Shh, raindrops hit the pearls. Path is dull and narrow. You stalk by shadow. I pierce the skull with a fucking arrow. So narrow, only one could enter at a time. Stuck in the center, read the signs. A thousand doors to choose. You better hurry, don't stop. Shit is getting hot as a pot of curry. On your right side, there's fire. Your left, deep waters. Watch your step, there's deep waters. What's that coming through the floor? Is a claw. Took this fucking ass to the fucking core. Stroll through the dark conditions. I stone you till I see sparks and frictions. I chop you like a coal miner. Then combine the drug and mix it with your blood. Some more, I give you some more and watch you crawl. Guts hit the floor, worms exit your pores. I trick you, ah, then I'm quick to syringe. Deep between my thoughts and bust out your skin. You scream, portraits of inflictable pain. You can't stand, you're up to your hands and 
quicksand You're sinking and sinking deep into the earth Thoughts was possessed since the first day of birth My mental says it's my turn to possess the matter Stab you with a dagger up Jacob's ladder Thoughts become shattered, confused and tragic Fiery thoughts of grave diggers Guilty Next case I ain't afraid of no ghost. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't afraid of I mean, no one asked, but I ain't afraid of no ghost. Ghostbusters. <laughs> uh, well, that was uh, that was quite the set. From ridiculous to awesome, and and that's what that's just through every track itself. <laughs> right. <laughs> what did we start that off? We with? started that off with Tracy Morgan uh, from. And this was a, a joke from Thirty Rock doing werewolf bar mitzvah. Uh, yeah, we were surprised that it was an actual song. Uh, Claudia found it. We were looking for. Uh, I was just looking for the clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like for the, yeah, for a, for a little segue, but it was like, you know, they only used four seconds of it in the show. I had to go look it. I'm like, oh yeah. But apparently, they made a whole song, and the whole song <laughs> yeah, is great. So, funny. Uh, it belonged here with us. Yeah. From there, we went to Houdini with Haunted House of Rock. Uh, yes, we did. We did a uh, Run DMC Ghostbusters. As I mentioned, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. No. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince with Nightmare on My Street. <laughs> Another classic. <laughs> Absolutely. And the Ghetto Boys with uh, Chucky, which um, I don't know if you've uh, heard about this. Uh, I guess I, I haven't watched it myself, and I have no plans to, but apparently there's a Chucky TV series uh, out there, the current one that's going on. And um, Chuck, Chucky uh, came forward uh, last week's episode, and... Uh, the young boy he kind of like teams with in the show is like, oh, but my friend is gay. Something, someone's gay. Like, do you have a problem with that? And he's like, oh no, I have a queer son. I have a non-binary son. Like, I'm not a monster. <laughs> so, so as my friend Lee put it uh, earlier this week, like, you you find allies in places you never thought you would. But uh, you know, as progressive as uh, Chucky is, there's you know, wish, wish a lot of other people would wake up to things. Yeah, right. But uh, yeah, Ghetto Boys with Chucky. Um, then we did Grave Diggers. Diary of a Madman. Yes. Uh, Riz's uh, really great band before Wu-Tang. Kind of a prototype uh, of Wu-Tang in a way. They had like a four or five members. It was a great thing. Good stuff. Definitely some good Me stuff. Me and Claudia were going to... I was asking you, what, what is a... What's a to tell us a memorable Halloween <laughs> trick-or-treating story. I do have a memorable trick or Halloween trick-or-treating story. When I was 13 and in the ninth grade, my friend Keith said to, you know, like, let's go trick-or-treating. And I was like, no, we're too old. He's like, no, girl, this is like the last year that we can get away with this and get free candy. And I was like, no, you know what? You're right. Let's do this. So a group of us got together, and we I, I should preface this by saying that we were not the popular kids at school <laughs> <laughs> at all. We were like the misfit weirdos. For, like, we were this conglomeration of just like every just weird kid. And uh, we all went trick-or-treating together. And we're going through, and we're doing all right. And then we get to this one house, and the door opens. And apparently all the popular kids at school were throwing a giant house party. And it was at this house that we had just knocked on. So the girl opens the door, and she's like, oh, my God, don't you go to school with us? And opens the door further, and it's just, like, our entire class. And then older people, like, just everybody just staring at us. And we didn't know what to do. And so we turned and started to run. But as we turned and started to run, I tripped over my costume and face planted oh in front of all of these kids. 
<laughs> so needless to say, I was also not popular after Halloween. <laughs> but surprisingly, like, it it was like something out of a John Hughes movie, like for real, <laughs> you know? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. But would... funny enough, it didn't stick with me. Like, I don't remember going to school that following Monday and having everybody being like, we saw you. Nobody gave a shit. Uh, which I guess is good. Well, that was their first time grade. getting wasted and making yeah, like, right. lifelong mistakes. You know? Exactly. So, like, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that one chick, like, face planting and that thing, it's a, it's a side note. Yeah, exactly. They went back to making out or something, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like, doing whatever cool kids do at parties. Well, my, well, my, well, my, my Halloween trick-or-treating story is uh, a little a little different. Yeah, uh, um, hopefully not as much of a... I didn't mean to bum everybody out. I think it's funny Well, no, my, my, there's, there's definitely a bummer to, to the story, but it, I mean, like, I think as much of a bummer as it is, it, it ends on um, a good note. Um, I believe I was in sixth grade. It was either fifth or sixth grade, but I'm thinking it's sixth grade that um, my mom, she she came home from work. We were both leaving my grandparents' house, and she's like, "Are you going? You're not going trick or treating?" And I, I lived in this like small town, like Brooks, 832 people. There's like 500 and something now. It's it's a tiny little place, and um, I was like, "Well, there's no, I don't know, I'm not, you know." And I had weird masks and stuff. I could I could throw anything to you. She's like, "No, we're going trick or treating. We're we're gonna go to Peachtree City." It was like, like what's a full bar town, right? <laughs> you know, oh, oh no, we got some full bars and just good candy and just like subdivisions, like with like every little, little McMansion, like you know, ten feet from the other one. So um, I put on a Ronald Reagan rubber mask I'd had for a little while, and my Freddy Krueger glove and a green and black striped sweatshirt. And my whole thing I was like, I'm cutting taxes, oh, you know, or something. And my mom, who was like, she was actually shorter than me at this point, but we both were like, by most people's standards, probably a little too tall to be trick-or-treating, you know? So we went to Peachtree City, and we felt, we almost had two pillowcases filled up with candy. And there's one house nobody is going to. There's lines to get up to the house and every other house. And the lights are on. They got a pumpkin out. You know, I, we don't understand why this is not a, a house people are going to. So we go up. And Peachtree City in uh, you know South Fayetteville, Georgia, is a very, 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 very white place. And we went up, and it was an African American family. And this little girl dressed up like maybe three or four years old, like a little fairy princess. We came up, and the parents were just, the first thing they said before we could even say trick or treat was like, "Oh my God, she thought no one was going to come." Everyone was avoiding that house because there were black people that moved into our fancy white neighborhood. Jeez. And me and my mom at this point, you know, had scored like two pillowcases full of like, you know, you're saying like full bars, good candy, you know. Um, there was maybe two apples in the whole damn thing, you know, raisins, nothing. It was it was all good candy because, you know, rich people like to show out, except when they're doing courtesy to their neighbors, you know, right. on the basic human level. And um, I, I, she was a little younger. She was like in third grade. I don't know. No, she's younger. She was probably like in preschool, like kindergarten. But my mom started talking to the parents and just, like, making them feel comfortable and, like, no, no, whatever, you know. And um, I, I took uh, my bag and uh, let her pick some candy out, and we traded bags. And she obviously just had candy from her house. And at the end, uh, I remember one of the greatest things my mom ever did. We're walking out. My mom just leaves the bag of candy right next to their little bowl out front, and we just keep walking. So I was like, all right. These guys are assholes, but you you get all the best candy. We went out there and I just spelunk it for you, but no. And there were and, oh, That's I remember awesome. I remember uh, the dad gave. I was like, 
do you drink? And my mom's like, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember just just a, just just a plant in the '80s where he he went to the fridge and got her a, a like a Michelob Dry or something. Right. Like, I remember there was a Michelob and like oh oh with a little foil on it like they used to have. Nice. But it, it was just like you know we were just clowning with with Halloween and uh, it just it just uh. Yeah, it just felt good to like, oh, fuck it, we're giving you most of our candy. That's so sweet, and that's good. Yeah. And going back to the moral, I mean, your your mom and you excluded, like, humans are garbage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that was also the time I remember my mom was inappropriate and horrible in other ways. I was actually saying this with a joint in my hand. My mom was taking a little hit off her roach on the way home. I, rem- I was remembering this part of the story. And she was like, <laughs> you know, holding in the cough, you know? Right. And uh, I asked my mom as I cracked her ass up. I was like, "What does it sound like to be double jointed?" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> but in stereo. <laughs> and then like she she couldn't handle it. She laughed her ass off. So you were always funny. <laughs> yeah, looks aren't everything. Nah, stop. All right, we should keep this boat going. Oh yeah, we only got a little bit of time. We do. We don't want to cut any more songs. We we brought more than we can play. So um, what's next is uh, Black Sabbath. (laughs) 